Liftoff, episode 428 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian, and this is the only podcast that says... I'm a superhero. I'm a motherfucking superhero. <laughs> nice. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yourself? Oh. Not bad. Can't complain too much. Yeah. A long week. Yeah. I don't know why. I just said like a long week. Yeah. It's one of those weeks where I was like, I got the Wednesday. I'm like, fuck, it's only Wednesday. You know? <laughs> I, I, yeah. You have those. I mean, that shit just happens. It, you know. But it just—it seemed like. I mean, even Nancy was like, "Oh, it's Thursday." I'm like, "No, it's Wednesday." Like, what do you mean it's a Wednesday? I'm like, it's it's only Wednesday. You've lost a day somehow. Right. So, it's one of those oddball weeks where it's just like it just dragged out for like no reason. There was like nothing that was like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like it was just—it's been one of those weeks where it just. It seems like it took forever to get to Friday at 5.30. Right, right. You know. <clears throat> oh, that's the good stuff. Did you watch any of the Steeler game? I didn't. I watched a little bit of it on Thursday. Mm. And then I reminded myself, like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is why you don't watch preseason football anymore, Sean. This is just bad. Yeah, I know. I like, I didn't watch any of it. Like, I used to be that guy who was, like, invested in, like, who was going to be, like, third on the depth chart at the middle linebacker position. Like, you know, and you had, like, that guy yeah. you were pulling for. Like, any, like, anymore, like, I can give two shits less. It's like, let's just get to game one, you know. All right. But there was a time in my life where, like, like preseason games were like, oh, I, I can't miss this, you know. Yeah. This, this is this is must-watch TV, you know. And then, like, with the NFL Network, like, it was like, even worse. Like, for a while, they're like, I was, like, watching other team preseason games, which is, like, just pathetic. <laughs> it, you know, because, like, you're like, oh, well, I got to see what, you know. What Cleveland's doing, you know, what what are, what are the Ravens doing this preseason? You know, mm. who gives a fuck? You know, <laughs> but there are still some people who like, you know, and God bless them, you know, they die hard with that shit. Yeah, I know. You know, and I I, I get it to an extent because the like, guy was there, but like as a part of me, it was just like. Man, this is just a waste of fucking time. It's a you, you're making you're making us a reason to drink. <laughs> you know, you, you need to stop. <laughs> Preseason football. Give me a beer. <laughs> right. So, well, no, anymore. Like I, you know, like I tuned in like more of a curiosity than anything else. Mm-hmm. And then. Like quickly, it was like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Right. Like I was like like halfway through the second quarter, and I'm like, you know, I'm tapping on. <laughs> I'm sure there's something else I could be watching. 
yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it. Ben yeah. didn't play, I'm sure. No, he didn't. I, I mean, Mason Rudolph was a starting quarterback. Yeah. I think Josh Dobbs got some playing time in the second quarter, and then uh, I think uh, Dwayne Haskins was the second half. Yeah. But after that, I guess I got partway through it. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. This is too much for me. Yeah. Come on, Ahsoka. What the fuck? I know you. <laughs> Such a lonely kitty. But, uh. Yeah, that's all I got on that. Like, I just. It was just. Yeah. I The highlight for me was watching the punter. They got this new punter. Oh, really? that's kind of like, yeah, they, they drafted a guy. He's got like this, like just awesome leg. Like, I mean, and he 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 hit one, and it like hit at the one yard line, and yeah. rolled back. Like he rocked it. It was able to like hit it so that it rocked back, and st- so it stayed in play. And they were like able to down the ball like the two, you know. Oh really? Yeah, like one of those guys that like, like they have immense. Like amazing control of the ball when they punt it. Like, yeah. Lonnie's have a killer leg where you just crush it. But like he, he he's one of those guys that's developed that art form of being able to like you know, pinpoint the ball where he wants it and get it to stop. Like like th- th- there's a science to it now with some of these punters where like they they've they've developed their you know, you know, how this ball spins, how it rotates, like all this shit that goes into it to, so that, like, you know, they can drop the ball, like, almost on a dime, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it hits and it stays, you know, like like a golf shot, almost. Right. And, um, you know, he's one of those guys that can do shit like that. Like, you know, the way he angles the ball when he punts it and shit's like that. I mean, it's like, it's a complete science. And, uh, I mean, that, he he was the most fun to watch. Like I was, like, I wish they punt like just every time. Like let's just watch him punt for a while, right? right. You know, because the shit he's doing is sick. You know. <laughs> so he's a keeper, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna be this. He's gonna be. He's gonna make the team. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And it's funny, like I mean, like. The evolution of the kicking game. Like, even, like, somebody who's, like, a novice. Like, I, I watch, like, a guy like Pat McAfee, and he, he'll talk about, like, punting and kicking. And some of the science he goes into it is very interesting. But, like, just, like, as a novice looking at how kicking has evolved. Like, like I grew up in a time where, like, you were trying to, like, cough and kick. Where, like, you know, you, you're, the punter was aiming the ball towards the sidelines to try to get it to go out of bounds you know, like, deep in somebody's territory. Like, that's how you, like, did shit like that. And, you know, and it, it, it's evolved to a point where, like, because the whole thing was always, like, you know, with a, especially with a kick, like, you know, because it's an oblong, you can't predict how it's going to bounce. Well, these guys have figured out how to predict how it's going to bounce. You yeah. Know, there's a science to it. And, like, like you said, like, you know, it all has to do with how they, the ball rotates in the air. And they've started figuring this shit out 
over the years. And it's like amazing how like the evolution of like the punting game and the kicking game has evolved in a way that like, you know, dropping that ball inside the five yard line. Guys have to catch it now where before, like, you, you know, the rule was if it's inside the five, you let it go. Right, right. The rule used to be if it was inside the 10, you let it go. Now it's inside the five. You know, mm. and now even now some of these guys are getting you to the point where you're like, man, if it's inside the five, man, we need you to scoop that shit up. Like we need you to be there. You know. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a crazy thing to think of where you know, like when when I grew up playing football, like, you know, a kick inside the five yard line was a, you know, at best fifty fifty, you were gonna have it, you know, stay in bounds. Or you know, not yeah. roll out of the end zone. You know, so That's one of those neat things that I, you know, that was neat to kind of pay attention to, but I wasn't going to sit around for the whole game and watch that, you know. I'm sure <laughs> I'll get plenty of that during the regular season. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And today was the um, the Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, I missed that too. <laughs> I was gonna watch like I'll I'll I'll, I'll look up because I don't want to sit through it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know I'll, I'll I'll catch you know I'll, I'll find bits and pieces on YouTube from Donnie Show and Alan Fanica and you know Coach Carr and Troy. Yeah. You know. For I some thought, reason, I thought Troy was already in. No, he well. It, the, well, he was in a way because he was part of the 2020 class. Yeah. And of course, they didn't have their induction ceremony. Yeah. So because of that, he he kind of got you know. So it feels like well, he's already been in because we knew you know. But the reality is he he didn't go in until this year because of yeah. COVID. Yeah. But I mean, when I, in the last. Between the last two classes, you know, five Steelers going in. That's amazing. (laughs) Donnie Shell made it in too, right? Yeah, Donnie Shell, Bill Cower, Paul Amalu, Alan Fanica, and Bill Nunn. Okay. Bill Nunn was, uh, he was a scout. Like, he's going in as an administrator. But he was a scout for the Steelers in the 70s. He's the guy who, like started scouting like historically black colleges and finding like um John Stallworth. Okay. Like a lot a lot of like that class of like the that draft class of I think it's seventy two where like like uh-huh. there's like seven Hall of Famers that came out of that class for the Steelers. Like he's yeah. partly partially responsible for that. Uh-huh. Because uh you know as a as a scout and stuff. So um he was somebody who went into the Hall of Fame this year, right? Rightfully so. He was a, you know, it wasn't just the big schools that he was scouting. He was scouting the smaller schools and even going down to the historically black colleges, which, you know, didn't get players in the NFL until Bill Nunn started looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so that's the your interesting tidbit there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hmm. 
So, did you watch Suicide Squad? Or no. The Suicide Squad? You haven't watched it yet? No, I have not. Oh, shit. Is it good? It's really good. Really? Like, it is... <clears throat> it's exactly what I expected it to be. It, it was... <clears throat> just... It, 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 it felt like a, a James Gunn movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it was a bit wacky. It was a bit heartfelt. It was a bit gory. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it had everything you want from from James Gunn, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, yeah, and for me personally, Cena is the show stealer. Who? John Cena as Peacemaker really? steals the fucking show. Really? Yeah, I loved Cena. <laughs> <laughs> he's always like every time I see him in a movie, he's always amusing. Like and uh, like, for whatever reason, he just hasn't had that. He doesn't have that rock Dwayne Johnson personality, but he's still really fucking funny. You mm. know, so he hasn't like broken out like like the Rock did, or even the way like, like Dave Batista has. You know. Um, mm. But Batista's doing, you know, much different things than The Rock ever did, you know, as far as, like, you know, Dune and, and like, uh, you know, Blade Runner 2049, like that character, you know. So, but still, you know, when people think of Dave Batista, the first thing they think of now is Drax. You know, they don't think of the wrestler. Right. Um, Whereas with Cena, he just hasn't had that breakout where you're like, you know, oh yeah, he's the next big thing. He's 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 pretty fucking funny, or he's got all this charisma. This is the character that like he's gonna break out with, and I I, I can't wait for the TV show. Yeah, because yeah. they're doing the HBO show. It's gonna be on HBO Max. James Gunn's producing. I think he's directed the pilot, and um, yeah. I, Gun knocks it out of the park. That's all I can say. Mm, that's cool. You know, it's it's worth the time. It, it's you know, you'll enjoy the hell out of it. I, it it's it's weird because it's like I, I'm at a point like where unlike like Marvel movies where we kind of rank them, I'm done ranking DC movies because they it's. It, it it's clear that this movie like takes place in the DC cinematic universe, but doesn't at the same time. It's like its own like one shot type of deal. Yeah. Like you know, it's like a, that weird thing of, of that, and I, I just I I don't know what they're doing anymore over there at DC. I mean, I, I think clearly the idea of the the interconnected universe. They're just kind of like, yeah, fuck it, you know. Like, you know, if, if you watch Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey has a very loose connection to the Suicide Squad or the first uh-huh. Suicide Squad movie. You know, this has a very loose connection to Birds of Prey and the original Suicide Squad. You know, I mean, it's, it's just kind of like it is what it is. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's its own thing. And. Yeah. Uh, but it, but for what it is, it, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. 
That sounds cool then. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. We just, I haven't had time. I've been all over the place this weekend. Oh, wow. So, I mean, running here, running there. So. Yeah, I get that. And that's something we want to watch all together, so. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe tomorrow. Which, like, it's that thing of, like, DC is so happy. Like, Warner Bros. is so happy with, with what they've done. They're like, we want James Gunn back. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like, it's like that invitation of, like, Like he's the guy who who's gonna dig into that rabbit hole. Yeah. Like like you did with this movie, and find those really fucked up weird characters where you go. Really? Okay. <laughs> right. Just kind of use the movie, but all right. I mean, like there's even like. This is the best part, like. You got the, the the squad. You got Task Force X, and like those wackadoo characters. But there's a couple of scenes that take place in, um, in the prison, where like there are a couple of like oddball characters that show up, like Calendar Man. Like Calendar, I'm like, Calendar Man is in a fucking movie. <laughs> Calendar Man. Okay, I'm there. I, I you know. Outside of the, the, the long Halloween, I, you know, nobody says your name, but welcome to the big screen, my friend. Like, I mean, it was like weird shit like that. Like he even like for like the background characters was like digging deep and like you're just like, OK, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, but then the top row off, like he makes some cool. Like, like he made Polka Dot Man cool. Really? Yeah, like. Like the one of the weakest fucking characters ever, and he kind of makes them cool, and you're just like, oh shit, <laughs> James Gunn can do anything. <laughs> so like, I, I I mean, I know he's got to do the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and then. You know, volume three, he's he's due to he has to do for Disney. So like yeah. after that, like I don't know if he'd come back to Warner Brothers and and DC Comics and do some wackadoo shit or or what? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he might. I would. I yeah. I, I hope he so. has more freedom. Yeah. I think that was the thing. He like, he's like, other than a few minor notes, like they kind of let me do what the fuck I want, which is like, right, you know, much different from what you've heard about, like with Zack Schneider and David Ayers, and you know, even Patty Jenkins. Um, you know, they they've talked about the restrictions that have been placed on them, and here they they bring in James Gunn and kind of like, you know, you you just be James Gunn. Yeah, well, they don't really have anything to lose at this point. Yeah, well, you're right. They don't like. I mean, it's amazing, like how badly they're like, how just how badly they're getting their asses beat, you know, at this. And it's like, 
I, I just I don't I don't get it. Like you know, with with so many like you know, people will be like, yeah, well, what about the Joker? It won Academy Awards and stuff like that. But I mean, when you think of comic book movies, you think of Marvel, flat out, and the story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League is a, is an amazing movie. All four hours of it, but you know. That, that's not what you want to watch apparently <laughs> you know it you know it, it's so like i mean it i i'm at a point out with dc comics movies where it's just like you know just roll it on let's see what you've got and hopefully it's good yeah yeah you know fingers crossed you know <clears throat> You know, the Batman comes out next year, I think. The Flash comes out next. Flashpoint comes out next year. Like, yeah, whatever. Just fingers crossed. Let's hope it's good. Right. You know. Who's directing Batman? Um, I can't even remember. I mean, I, I know it's got the. Uh, what's his name from Twilight? Yeah, I know that, but who's directing him? Let's take a look here. Matt Reeves. Okay. He 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 directed like uh, the the Planet of the Apes movies. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that has promise. Yeah, he 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 directed Cloverfield. Um. Oh, wow. Directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, he was also the writer of Let Me In. Huh. So. Well, that has some promise there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like, like I don't think it's going to be a bad movie. Don't, like, you know. So, you know, like, don't, don't. Feel like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because um, I don't like. I mean, even from that trailer we got last year. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, other than like just like you know, you know, Robert Pattinson looking like you know, like an extra from a Cure video. Um. <laughs> like I thought it looked good. Yeah. Like it, whatever they're doing, it, it feel like it, it felt very interesting to me. Um, so like I, I'm down with it. it. It's just you know, I I, <sighs> I, I just the fun, it's a it's that thing of like I just I wish they had done something with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Like I really liked his take on on the character. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, he 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 to me did the best job of showing that Bruce Wayne is the disguise and Batman is the real person. Yeah. You know, cuz that's how I feel Batman really is. Yeah. You know, I like as much as I enjoy <laughs> Nolan films, you know, at the end of the day, Nolan's Bruce Wayne 
was trying to leave this behind. Like he he almost became Batman out of necessity, and he wanted that necessity to end so he could go on with his life. Batman doesn't want that, you know. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, you know, even with like uh, like Keaton, everybody always says like, well, Keaton's the best Batman. Well, I mean, I'll 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 give you that to a certain extent, but to me, again, you know. He was Bruce Wayne, not Batman. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, to me, like, the reason I, and it's not just like, you think, oh, I love Affleck. He's so awesome. It, it's just the fact that I feel like, you know, the character that Affleck was portraying was playing that duality completely different from anybody else. Because everybody else plays that duality of it's a fight between Bruce Wayne to not want to be Batman. To me, it's a fight that, for me, it's like Batman has to be Bruce Wayne because that's what's socially acceptable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt like with that, that lineup, like with, you know, um, Matt Reeves and, you know, everybody's involved with that cast. I mean, I, I have no doubt that this is going to be a pretty good movie. And even that, that one trailer, was very very interesting like I, it has my attention it's just the problem is like i i i really wanted to see something else with athletes batman first yeah. like, a st- like a standalone movie where you know and the other side of that is like i i wanted to see him go one-on-one with leto's joker yeah yeah you know that's what i really wanted you know i got that a little bit at the end of justice league like that 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 scene is you know fucking phenomenal but you know Otherwise, right. you know, yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure it is going to be good. Um, I mean, I love the apes movies, so yeah, I mean, those were fucking great. All three of those movies are phenomenal. I, I know he was only involved with the second and the third, but still all three of those movies are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's just a great series. Yeah. Um, I think it's an underrated series. Like, I think it kind of flies under the radar a little bit. Like, you don't hear people talk about it that much. Yeah, but it's fucking... Yeah. Talk about a good remake. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. So much better than that Burton crap that they put out. Oh. Oh. I agree. Yeah, that was awful. Oh, man. That Burton shit was almost as bad as fucking... Uh... Congo. Ooh, ooh. It was on that level for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, yeah fingers crossed. If these, are, well, if they, these are, if, if this one's done as well as the apes were, it should be pretty good. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah. I agree. I got. I, mean, I, I I feel pretty confident in it. You know, it's just uh, I wanted more from from Batfleck. Yeah, true. Yeah, and I hate like there's like these like websites, like shit websites, but people constantly post it. Like Warner Brothers is doing a, a HBO Max series with Ben Affleck. Well, no, they're not. It's just you're you're a garbage website that just will post anything for, for clickbait, you know. Yeah. But like people yeah. are constantly like reposting that shit, 
like on Facebook and like, well, I can't wait for this. I'm like, well, it's not happening. So you're going to be waiting a long fucking time, you know? Like, I go to websites I trust, and nobody's talking about this horse shit, so. Right. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. <clears throat> but, of course, like, I see that headline, and at first, I'm like, oh, really? And then I see, like, what websites are, I'm like, oh, shit, no, fuck you. <laughs> you know, so. So there were a couple of trailers that uh, were released this past week that caught my eye. Okay. One, one was a big one. I'm sure you watched it. The uh, the trailer for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. Oh. It looks pretty damn good. Did that hit you in the feels or what, man? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, honestly, like, it was like, I can't wait for that movie, which is a weird thing to say, but I really can't. Like, it looks that fucking good. And the fact that, yeah, like, it's, it's, like, insinuating, like, you know, uh, Gozer's coming back. Yeah. You know. But it also has that feel of, it looks to me like he recaptured that feel of, not only the original, but like E.T. and Goonies. And yeah. It has that, it just has that feel to it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it, it does, yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Um, it just kind of has that vibe yeah. of those types of movies, which, you know, I'm looking forward to. Because I think that's missing eh, from movies today. Yeah, I th- like. I mean, like. It's just that vibe of movies that came out back then, like Indiana Jones, and like it just—I don't know what it is. It's a Spielberg vibe, I guess, but I mean, it's sort of. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cite a movie that people are gonna be like, uh, what? But um, oh, what the fuck was that? It was, it was that J.J. Abrams movie. Um, oh. Eight millimeter. Or Eight whatever. millimeter. I think it was called. Yeah. I want to make sure because right. I I know there's also like a Nicolas Cage one where like you know, it's like about snuff films. <laughs> eight something. Super eight. Super eight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eight millimeter. Yeah, <laughs> eight millimeters the one about like Nicolas Cage and like snuff films, and you're like, oh, ooh, that's a that's a rough one. Yeah, Super, Super Eight. Eight. Super Eight was the one that was directed by J.J. Abrams and was produced by Spielberg. And like, yeah. it was like J.J. talked about like you know getting back to that Amblin feel with moves. Yeah, with you know studying under Spielberg was uh was nice to to kind of learn from the master of that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you get that a lot with Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. I mean, I, that, cause that's what they're going for. Um, right. But I mean, like 8mm, I think it was like the last one that you can kind of say like had that kind of like uh, I, maybe like the, the first It, you know, It Chapter 1 because it gives the kids. Yeah. Stand um, by me. Yeah. Like there was a lot of movies in that time that were very reminiscent of each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. I kind of like that vibe. So I'm hoping. You know, well, it just has that that kind of thing to it. You know what I mean? Right. No, I get what you're saying. And I, I also think it like the thing people like I saw people complain about this online, like, well, where are the jokes? Well, if you really think about it, if you go back and you watch the original Ghostbusters movie, it's still a horror movie. It's just with comedians. Right. Like, there, there aren't that many jokes in that movie. I mean, there are some wise cracks, but there aren't fl- – it's not, it's not a comedy. It, yeah, it's there's like a, a ghost movie. Yeah, it's – there's some there's some one-liners. Yeah. But it's not a – I would – I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd call it a comedy. No, but there are a lot of people who think of it as a comedy, and it's, like, really not. Yeah, because there was, like – it's very similar to the one-liners that Arnie pulled in T2. I know different things, yeah. but, you know, Bill Murray will say something. Dan Aykroyd will say something. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I often think, like, like I think Ghost, I, I think people confuse Ghostbusters 1 with Ghostbusters 2. Because I think Ghostbusters 2 was more of a comedy than Ghostbusters 1 was. Correct. And Maybe. I think people confuse that sometimes. Because... You know, that's just how your memory works. And, like, the first Ghostbusters movie was... I mean, it, like you said, it, it had laughs. And I'm sure this will have laughs. But it's still... It was still a serious movie. With, with, with You know, it was it was a horror movie still. It was a ghost story. Right. Just told from a slightly different angle. Where those wisecracks right. and those jokes could play, um, right? And even even the Rick Moranis character was, yeah, it was a little funny, but that was the way he was acting that character, right? Like it was believable that somebody would live like that in that building, yeah. Like kind of goofy, sort of on, yeah, that weird, not weird, but just on a scale. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and then like. You know, I mean, he said some funny shit, but in the same sense, it was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I really like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 1 was a really good movie. It is. It's a really good movie. And the one-liners were perfect when yeah. they hit. And all of them hit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it would make, and even with the Stay Puft Marshmallow, that would make sense to him. Yeah. But even when he's delivering that line, it's not a comedy. He's saying it seriously as hell. Yeah. This is what I thought of. Yeah. This is the only this is the kindest, most gentle thing I can think of as a kid. Yeah. The one thing <laughs> you that didn't I mean? hurt us. Yeah. Correct. But it was so serious and he was like, What did you do, Ray? You know what I mean? But I mean it was yeah. that's where the comedy comes in. You know what I mean? Right. But Murray's lines were great and that's what you expect from Murray, especially that Murray of that time. Right. You know what I mean? Each one of them were comedians, but um, Hal Ramis was serious almost the entire way through the movie. Almost yeah. the entire time. And Dan Aykroyd was pretty serious as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he'd crack a few one-liners, but Murray was the real comedy goat. You yeah. Know, in, in the whole thing. So... Yeah, I just I I just love Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, I mean, and there's even like that that moment where you know you know Ernie Hudson's having that conversation with Dan Aykroyd in in, in the, the car. Ambulance. Yeah, he is, or he's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, what if this is the end of times? Yeah. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, you know, all these ghosts are coming up out of, you know, and, and they have this like very serious conversation <laughs> about what's going on, you know. Right. And and Ernie Hudson is coming out, you know, Dan actually <laughs> as a scientist, but Ernie Hudson is just like he's the hired hand. And he's like, you know, this is some fucked up shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, it, there are jokes in the sh- in the movie, but I mean, overall, it's it's a I don't want to call it a serious movie, but I, I I think it's it's more serious than people remember it. Yeah, and but even when the jokes flew, it they almost had a serious tone to them. Like yeah. th- when he said he slimed me, yeah, right. Everybody in the audience like fucking went and erupted in laughter. It's one of the most famous lines in in movie history is he yeah. slimed me. But in the movie, it was never funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it translated to the audience as funny, but in the yeah. movie it wasn't funny. It was like he slimed me. Like I mean, it was this is for real, man. I just got fucking ectoplasm all over. Like me. the 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 funniest line <clears throat> in the movie is. When the the guy from like the EPA, they're they're in the mayor's office, and Bill Murray's like, "Shut up, dickless!" And the mayor's like, "Is this true?" And Bill Murray goes, "Yes, this man has no dick." Right. You know, that, that, but I feel like that was off the cuff. Pro- like like that may have been completely improv. Sure. You know, it it's shit like that that you just can't help. Is Bill Murray's going to do it? Right. Is, right. Come on, Ahsoka. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, I think if you look at the movie overall, I don't think it, I mean, it's a, it's a comedy in that, you know, yes, it's a funny movie, but it's a, it's also has a very, I'm not going to call it a serious overtone, but, you know, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, that's the problem with it, but it's just like, people are just complaining, like, well, there's no jokes in this. This doesn't look funny at all. Well, I don't want to tell you. I mean, it it may not be funny, but it looks fun, you know. Yeah, and I I think it has the same vibe as the first one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't classify Stranger Things as a comedy, but there's a lot of funny shit in that show. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of laugh moments. Yeah, yeah. You know. Like I go back to season one where, you know, he's like, you know, she is fucking crazy and she's with us. You know, I mean, that's, you know, mm. you couldn't help but laugh at that, you know. So right, it's, right. it's shit like that that, like, you know, <clears throat> that's just how, like, real life works, I guess. Right, right. You know. Yeah. No, it's not. this isn't going to be a slapstick comedy, but it looks, I mean. It looks like it's probably going to have some humor to it. And, yeah, I mean, fuck, it's got Paul Rudd in it. How can you not have humor? Yeah, right. Yeah, Paul Rudd hasn't done anything serious. No. No. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to have, there's going to be some humor to it, but at the same time, and I mean, and again, who haven't we seen except for like a brief glimpse is the OGs. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and you know they're in the movie. 
Yeah. yeah, we get one brief glimpse of Ackroyd saying we're closed. Yeah. You know, other than that, so I, I, I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued by this movie. Like the trailer really pulled me in and got me excited for this. And like it was the first trailer we've gotten for a long time because of COVID. And uh, you know, it's that movie you kind of forgot about for a while. And it's kind of reminded me, like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is out there. I can't wait to see it. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see it. Yeah. When does that come out? Halloween? I don't know. I want to say December. I'm looking up on oh, it's the original Ghostbusters dumbass. <laughs> November t- November 11th is the uh, is the uh, current release date. That's cool. Yeah, you know which you know could change at any time. That's probably a movie that I'll watch in the theaters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. All things remaining as they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably one I'll catch in the theaters. Yeah, I think I think when we talked when we talked a few weeks ago about like what's it going to take to get you back into a theater, I think that was one of the first ones I mentioned where you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah, see yeah. that in the theater. I thought we were going to go see um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, not Scarlet Witch. Um, Black Widow. Yeah, I thought we were going to do that, but we just couldn't get the time. Yeah. We couldn't figure out when we could go. But we rented it. <laughs> yeah. I still I won't, I won't I won't watch it till it's a, you know. Yeah. Available. It looks really good. Like I'm I'm really intrigued to see it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. The problem with that movie is like, you know, Nancy hates that character. Ugh. I don't know why. Like she just, you know, doesn't buy into it. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Roll your eyes like that, please. Um, I don't know so, how you can. I mean, and like I've tried to explain to her about the red room. It's an established got, character. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm like, it's Black Widow. She's like, yeah, she can't do that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever you say. Um, so like, I wasn't gonna <laughs> go. Like, I wasn't gonna go by myself. And I wasn't going to pay 30 bucks to watch it by myself on Disney Plus. So, you know, once it's available on Disney Plus for free, that's how I'll stop. Uh, it. It's it's good. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, it, the, you know, it, it made you laugh some parts. You know yeah. what I mean? With a huge, serious under, uh, undertone. Um, all the characters were just amazing. Including what's her name that played her sister? Yeah. Quote, sister. Um, yeah, just amazing. I had a great time with it. And yet again, Marvel did not disappoint me. Right. I mean, like, I I couldn't believe it was it was that good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it at some point. And holy fucking action! That's all I gotta say. Yeah. You want an action movie? There you go. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I mean, there was more action in this movie than... Holy fuck. Yeah. I couldn't believe the amount of fighting that was in this movie. For real. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And a good story. Yeah. To boot. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so the the other trailer I want to talk about, and I'm sure you didn't watch it, um, was uh, for Why the Last Man. No. This is a TV show. This is going to be on uh, Fox on Hulu. So I guess it's mm-hmm. going to be on Hulu. Um, but it is based off of a comic book by... Uh, Why can't I never remember this guy's name? Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. That's it. Okay. Um, he, he he also wrote. I I talked about another book he wrote called Saga. Um, but but why the last man is uh essentially a story of you know something happens to every person in the world or every everything in the world that has a Y chromosome. Okay. So every male dies okay i mean that includes you know cats dogs elephants giraffes and if you have a y chromosome you're dead yeah yeah. so it kills everything that has a y chromosome except one guy named york and it's a it's his story you know about the world trying to figure out you know why didn't he die yeah. and uh you know what what can be done to save the human race and it's a really really good book you know it's it the um what i bought his graphic his graphic novels his trade paperbacks and uh it was it was a you know 10 volume series which isn't that bad uh-huh. i highly recommend if i mean if you're looking for something very good to read, this is really this is a really great read. Um, mm-hmm. But I so but it's one of those things where like you kind of want look at it and like much like The Walking Dead, you kind of said to yourself, "Man, this just lends itself to being a TV show." Yeah, you know, and it's finally coming to pass. Like after years upon years and of development, and there's going to be a movie, there's going to be a TV show, there's going to be a movie again. They they finally got their shit together and they you know. The first season comes out um, next month. We we, we mm-hmm. start and uh, and he, just from the look of the trailer, it looks like they've captured the kind of the feel of of what was was written. And I can't yeah. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. I I hope like I I have high expectations for it because I again like I said the the story just lends itself to like episodic television very easily. Right. Um, I, I just hope, you know, the powers that be that are involved with this uh, do the do it right and don't stray. Like, it's a weird thing to say, but like, as much as I enjoyed The Walking Dead the early years, man, they strayed, you know, greatly from time to time from the, the original source material. Right. For good reason. That's what Kirkman wanted to do. He wanted to tell the, the story differently. Um, but I feel like this story is such that it needs to be followed, not precisely, but damn near precisely. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, the source material is that good that, you know, I don't, I don't think, unlike Walking Dead, I don't think Vaughn has that much involvement with it, unlike being like an executive producer. So I, yeah. I don't think like he's like involved in the writing room and stuff like that, like, uh, like Kirkman is. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I've got. It's a show I've got high hopes for. Yeah. You know. I hope it doesn't let me down. That's cool. They probably yeah. won't. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And then he announced he, they're, they're, getting, they're finally getting back on the saddle for Saga. So hopefully we get that soon. Because yeah. <laughs> that ended on a cliffhanger. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then like I'm looking like, it's been two years since he's written an issue. What the fuck? Yeah. I want to do other things. I'll come back to it. <laughs> Damn. That's what happens in that image, I guess. You can do that. You can walk away from something for a while and then come back to it. Yeah. So those are the two two big things. And then, and there's this. Months ago, sometime probably late last year, early this year, I talked about my excitement that, um, actually, according to this article, it was two years ago. Um, Takia Watali, he of, you know, directing Thor Ragnarok and many other yeah. things. Um he was he signed on to do a Flash Gordon animated movie. Okay. I was excited. I thought, eh, this guy could do that. You can yeah. see this. Well that was two years ago and you know you kind of like forgot about this and I thought, you know, eh, I guess that's not happening. That 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 you know shit dies like that on the vine. Well, apparently he has decided he is no longer going to be doing an animated movie. He's doing it as a live-action movie now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right. She, you haven't been in this room all fucking day. All day you've been out and about doing whatever it is that you do, and now all of a sudden you want my love and attention. Come on, Ahsoka. Try to do a podcast here. Be a professional. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying here, um, it says here he's writing. He's writing it. He, so apparently, John Davis, who's a producer on this, he he was also a producer on Jungle Cruise. He's uh, gave an update. Uh, he said uh, it was a movie that was a huge influence on him growing up. It's one of his favorite movies. He initially said to me, let's do it animated. I said, okay. When we got into it and started developing it, he said, no, let's do it live action. I said, even better. So, I mean, this guy, killing me. 
he, he I mean he's got a, a couple of you know irons in the fire as it is. Uh, you know he 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 has an untitled Star Wars movie that he's looking to remake. To, looking to make. Uh, he's looking to remake uh, Akira. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to be live action or he wants to do it as an animated movie, which seems silly. Yes. Yeah, um, you know. But uh but he also, I mean, right now he's working on Thor Love and Thunder. Um, so like he, he's a guy who's definitely got some fires in the or irons in the fire right now. And uh like I, I just wonder, like, I mean, it's, it's it's one thing, like, if you want to be involved with an animated project, like, to pump out a script and kind of, like, supervise it, because you, you could do other shit at that point. But, like, yeah. to do it live action, um, you know, now you're committing to it. Right. So, I, I guess, like, the, I, I, it always comes back to that question of, like, <clears throat> I think this is a good idea. Like, I hope he does it. Right. I, I guess the the question is one, do you think it's a good idea? And two, do you think it'll get done? I think it's a good idea, but I think it should not be anything like <laughs> whoa, the original. That's what scares me. Like you know, he's talking. I mean, I, like, you know, we, the, the guy here is saying like you know that movie was a big influence on him. Well, I mean, in all honesty, that movie's fucking garbage. It's yeah. just it's a classic because it's you know classically bad right you know and you throw in like queen doing the score and you're like holy shit this is over the top just crazy yeah right right and you know it doesn't work but it does like it works as a bad movie like it it deserves like a like a you know the the mystery science theater 3000 treatment (laughs) you know what i mean yeah Yeah, I think it should be done, like, from the comic. Right? There was a comic, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's what the original, like, the, um... I think that's what the, it was originally based on was, a co- like, a, a comic strip. Right. Like, a Buck, where Buck Rogers was actually a book. Right. Um, I think mean, Flash Gordon was a comic strip. Right. And it should be based on a lot of that, I think. I think it'd be pretty cool to have a series like that. I I, mean, I think it needs to be updated. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, um, I, I you, know, you would need to find a way to update it a bit. Um, I think outside of like a, a few little things here and there, I think the the, the basic story holds up yeah. of you know. I think clearly Flash Gordon cannot be the quarterback for the New York Jets. I think, you know, he, I think in the original comic strip, he was a test pilot. Right. You know, that always seems to be the go-to, like, you know, <laughs> he's a test pilot, so he's fearless, you know. Um, right, right, right. You know, so I think, you know, you go back to kind of like something like along, along those lines. Um, I, I you could definitely do some stuff for like, you know, you know, it's a government project. That's where Doctor Zarkov comes in. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure how you fit Dale Arden in there, but you know, you, up, you update that character clearly. She can't be the damsel in distress. You know, no. and uh, you kind of play it from there. 
Yeah, I think it could work. Yeah. I'm surprised they never tried to remake the black hole after all these years. I've heard talk of it now and again. Like I heard there was somebody who said they wanted to do a remake of it. They said it was a, a project that was ripe for a remake. I just thought to myself, how do you fix that ending? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> That's the problem. Like you're right. It, it, it's a mo- It's a project that would be ripe for a, for a reboot. Or a remake, and I, I think you could tell that story really well. I think with modern, you know, even like you know, a lot of the the, the special effects on the black hole hold up really, really well because it was like you know, models and shit. But I think you know, you could really do something with that mo- with that movie. It's just you got to fix that fucking ending. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you yeah, can't know. you can't have kids in the movie theaters nowadays like seeing that shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I even saw, and I was half tempted to buy it, but it was like really fucking expensive. It was a Maximilian like a uh, figure, uh-huh. but it but it had an interchangeable head, and on one of the heads you could see the dude's eyes through the visor. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like yeah, creepy as fuck. Like I was like, oh, that's amazing, and it's like two hundred and fifty bucks, and I can't afford that, but. Who would want that, that 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 head on there? Like, I mean, it was like, oh shit, that's brilliant. But at the same time, like, mm, I, you know, I don't want that. I don't want him staring at me. <laughs> <clears throat> I love Maximilian. One of the, I did. Like, I thought that was the neatest character. Oh, complete like complete badass without like a word i know right like the he was like the ultimate bad guy yeah it didn't say anything especially when he killed anthony perkins oh that was i was like that was hmm. fucking brutal yeah it was for a disney film that was fucking yeah. rough that whole thing was rough that, that's it was a, a rough scary fucking, fucking movie it is and not only did you have the intensity of, like, suspense thriller, you know, but then you had the intensity of, like, like this place is all fucking robots. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody left. Like, These were a, the crew. It's like a horror movie. It is. It's a very <laughs> mild horror movie at some points. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, you're just like, oh, shit, this is a... Uh... This is wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it is. Kid, as a kid, it kind of fucked me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I remember Pap Coon taking me to go see that in the movie theater. And, like, I, we came out of that, and that was a quiet car ride home. <laughs> you know? I'm, like, nine, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, you good? And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I got nothing for you, Shawnee. That was fucked up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't tell your grandmother. Yeah, that was always the line. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I mean, it, it was like, yeah, I think you play it off. It's like, oh, it's a Disney movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a Lou Coon Disney movie. <laughs> nah. No. Yeah, that was jacked up, man. 
That was one of the darkest Disney, probably movies Disney ever made. It was a pretty dark movie. And the science was good behind it, though. Yeah, I mean the, the I mean the black. You watch the Black Cauldron. That'll like I watched yeah. it as an adult, yeah. and I was like, man, if I had seen this as a kid, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but you think about the, you know, what was happening. Right, but the, 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 that's part of the big three. Like the the big three. Like I can't believe they made this for kids. The black hole, the black cauldron, and Return to Oz. Yeah, you know, talk about a movie that you know haunted you. <laughs> it was fucking Return <laughs> to Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. So the black hole, I mean, especially for that ending. Yeah, that ending was so fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Pap, are they in hell? I don't know, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know. Hell is on the other side of that black hole. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, to this day, like, if I watch that movie as an adult, it still kind of fucks with me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that movie fucks with me a little bit still. And I yeah, know that it's, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's you know. You get to this whole movie and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, what yeah, the fuck did I just watch? Are those souls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucked up. Yeah. How did he get in there? That's what I always wondered. How did he even get into Maximilian? Or is that well, just I, his head? <laughs> well, I assume because well, there's like that moment <laughs> where like Zarkov is like uh, Zarkov, whatever his name was. I can't remember the captain's name. They caught him midair and they just kind of did this twirling thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like there's this whole thing where like and that, so I'm just assuming that like like as part of like his like damnation in hell like he's just being infused into the body of Maximilian. You yeah. know, and like it's like <laughs> I mean, it's like so open to interpretation the whole fucking thing and you're just like like at the end like I just I watched that movie and I'm just like, you know, fuck, I wish I took acid. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Why did like, Maximilian just Iron Man fucking <laughs> the doctor? Yeah, I like, I don't know. Like, I honestly, like, I, I believe it's, like, part of his damnation of hell is, like, you know, you're going to be turned into the thing that you created and, you know, but you'll be a living spirit with inside it. And, like, you know, as you watch the the horrors of hell envelop the signal, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, <laughs> like, me trying to understand the ending of that movie takes me down a rabbit hole. At like, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I need to watch something happy. You know. Yeah, but I mean, like, even the whole process of killing the whole crew, torturing them, and turning them into zombies, so to speak. Yeah. Like, that's fucking concentration camp level shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, experimentation and... Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. But there were oh, so yeah. many good... But there was a lot of, like, good science, too, behind it. Not, not with that, but I mean, like... The biodome and the, yeah, you know all this stuff that they were doing way back then. You yeah. know what I mean? Was like kind of ahead of its time. You know what I mean? Like 
You know what I mean? It was like yeah. Mission to Mars, but back in the 70s. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. There's neat stuff going on there that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, on, on top of it all, you get fucking Roddy McDowell and what was it Slim Pickens? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he died. Yeah. He had, what, was his, what was his name? Well, Roddy McDowell was Vincent. Yeah, and Slim, it was Slim Pickens. Vincent. Slim Slim Pickens was Bob. Bob, yeah. Yeah. Bob died. Yeah. But they, they died. I mean, they died fighting Maximilian together, you know. Bob did. Yeah, Bob did, yeah. Vincent. Vincent Vincent went on to live. Yeah. The, the doctor's name was Dr. Hans Reinhardt. Reinhardt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, dude. Yeah, that's a... Who directed? It was directed by Gary Nelson. Hmm. Um, let me see if anything else he's done. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, get smart again. That's it. Well, I mean, there's a bunch <laughs> of shit here. It's just none of it I've ever heard of. Like, you know, one episode of The Nut House. Uh, a movie called The Lookalike from 1990. Um, I'm trying to find something else that I would know. Like one episode of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Weird. That was even a fucking show is disturbing. An episode of Kojak. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah this guy is like, and he was just a working director. So this is like just like a job for him. Yeah, Maximilian um, ruined him. Yeah. Yeah, who wrote that? That's what I want to know. Writers Jeb Rosebrook, screenplay. Screenplay was by Jeb Rosenbrook and Gary Day. People are fucked up. That's all I know. <laughs> so. Nah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. All right, son. Yeah. So I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. Yeah. Let's... Okay. Okay. So let's uh, go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. Mm-hmm. 
And as always, we start with an email from our good friend, Superfan Thad. Thad, hello, my, hello, my two favorite hosts who like to take buffalo sauce enemas. Oh, no. Uh, yuck and ouch. Back in Buffalo this week for a Marion Ross Panty Collectors Convention. You know, there was just one last week. How how many of these conventions can there really fucking be? Two weeks in a row? I can't believe that. I guess it's some bullshit. No, I got I bought it last week. I'm not buying it this week, my friend. <laughs> I traded I traded my 2010 Sean Batman under ruse and 2021 Tim Thong for a 1927 Marion Ross panty. Boy, did they get the shaft on that one. Score for super fan Thad. Well, little do they know how much DNA they're getting in that, that pair of under ruse, my friend. <laughs> but I'm bump. Um, I'm not going down that road with you. Sean or Ian, when you were staying in a motel, do you like to put your <laughs> masturbatory discharge no, into this... a tissue that you can? <laughs> I like the way you phrased that. Masturbatory discharge. That's that's almost classy. Um. I, I, I go tissue, my friend. I go tissue. <laughs> so I'm here in Buffalo, and I ran into a woman who said she dated Sean in high school. Her name was Amanda Lorian. Wow. <laughs> she said she was not. She said Sean was not that good in the sack. She also said one time Sean took her on a date, and Sean showed up stinky. His nickname was Stinky Linky. Well, well, Amanda, if you're out there and if you're listening, I'm sorry. I, I learned as I as I grew, you know, and I got better over time. And, uh, you know, I apologize for not performing up to your high standards back in the day. And as for showing up stinky, <laughs> I'm not that person. Look, I'm going to get into it now. Have you seen these fucking people, these celebrities talking about how they, they don't fucking shower? <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't bathe our children until they stink. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to. I just watched this on Facebook, this this skit from Red Fox. Yeah. I mean, the great Red Fox. And it just, like, it struck home because of, like, all this, like, these people talking about how, like, you know, yeah, I shower when, you know, like, once a week. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Red Fox was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta clean your ass. He's like, I don't know how you can tell your 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 partner, your significant other, how much you love them. 
then twirl around for a 69 knowing you've got a dirty ass. <laughs> He's like, you say, you ask, you say to yourself, well, who knows? Well, the nose knows. <laughs> you know? He's like, he's like, he goes like, it, it, I mean, Red Fox is fucking killing it. He's just like, you know. <laughs> it's like the best shit. I, I, I heard it today. I almost fell off my bed. I was sitting on the edge of my bed watching it. I almost fell off my bed laughing. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard at it. But these fucking <laughs> celebrities who like, you know, like I, I don't I don't shower until like, you know, I like I smell myself. Well guess what? I smelled you two days ago. Don't don't be those people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm not saying you gotta shave or, or, or shower every day, but like you know, first off, you're a celebrity, so you're probably working out on a regular basis, I would imagine. Right. You're probably hitting the gym, you know, <laughs> especially like, like Jake Gyllenhaal, who's like, yeah, I, I, I bathe like, you know, or shower like once a week. Like, dude, like you're in the gym like every fucking day. Like you have to keep up appearances. You can't tell me you're not working up a Rocco. You're working. You're working up a stink. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're telling me you're like, you know, you're not hitting the shower afterwards. You know, come on, my friend. That's not good. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> I, I when I once I notice it, then I I'll take care of myself. No, well, no, the rest of us noticed it like two three days ago. I had to break <laughs> it. Right. You know, so I just like well, and then, like the worst part is, is like 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 it's like you know like some of these people I see like posting like you know this is white people shit. No, it's not. It's 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 not it's 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 freaky people shit. You know, yeah. don't don't put this on white people. It's this is just freaky people. They just happen to be white. <laughs> okay, like you know, we, we, you know, we all don't think that way. You know, so <laughs> you know, I, I take a full shower every fucking day as a courtesy, not just to myself but to you, because nobody wants to smell a stinky fat man. <laughs> and nothing worse than it, like you know Is that that cheese <laughs> yeah yeah it's cheese you know so <laughs> clean your ass as the great right. red fox said and now it's time for America's new 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 favorite segment Sean's Invisible Winky does the polka. Or, well, how would you know if it was doing the polka? If it's invisible. But just because you hear polka music playing, you assume somebody's dancing? I think that always hears polka music. I think so, too. Roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. I was hoping we get a sing along going there, but I guess not. No. (laughs) 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 You know what the worst was? Like, 
when I belonged to the fire hall, like I was in my twenties, like when I, when I was a volunteer fireman, and like when they would have functions, like the older guys were still like in charge, so like, yeah. they would bring in like a polka band, <laughs> and you like you know. Who, like people would show up and it'd be like kind of cool, but like the worst thing in the world would be like, like a polka band and then like like the break into like Journey, because they're like trying to keep up. Like, yeah, so like nobody wants to hear Journey from a polka band. Like you know, don't <laughs> go, don't go playing Don't Stop Believing because nobody wants to hear that shit on an accordion. <laughs> you know, it would be shit like that. You're like, what the fuck? Holy hell! Like you know. Yeah. It'd be like that one guy. That, that, that'd be like that one older guy. He's like, yeah, I requested that for you, Sean. I heard you play that before. I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to hear that. Not from a polka band. <laughs> right, right. Getting back to Thad. Um, it's what is Tim's wiener up to this week? This week, Tim took a picture of his wiener. You'll never guess what he did. Tim took his wiener to the gas station. Tim's wiener was all over the pump. Tim's wiener was poking into some lady's car, and she screamed when, he, when she saw his tiny wiener. Tune in next week to see what Tim's wiener is up to. I often wonder, like, I get these emails from Thad, usually, like, Friday evening, Friday night. Yeah. I wonder how much time Thad spends trying to think up the... Tim's wiener segment of his emails. Like, I feel like he spends all week working on that, perfecting it. He probably runs it past platypus. Like, I'm <laughs> sure they collaborate on it. It's a, it's like a collaborative effort between the two of them. He'll, he'll, hey, what do you think of this? This is a good joke. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. That'll, that'll make me laugh. You know, and I just wonder how much time and effort he puts in this. Because I feel like he puts too much. What do you think? I think so. Like I, I, I think this may be cutting into his productivity at work. <laughs> I can imagine that. Probably has like like notebooks and whiteboards. <laughs> you know, like a room just dedicated to like what Tim's wiener's up to this week. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, time to go. Platypus and I are packing to go sleep on the streets of Canton for the Hall of Fame parade tonight. I can't wait to yell to Bill Cower, welcome to Canton. Do you want to see my wiener? Wow. I hope he hit you with his jaw. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the show this week. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, remember, um, there are a number, number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. And you send us an email like Thad does each and every week. And an email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound What Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search. You can find all the other great stuff 
they have to offer. And I believe right now, if you are on Google, if you have an Android phone and you go to your Google Play Store, you can download a Podbreed app which would give you all the podcasts that the Podbreed Network has to offer, including us. So mm. if I, I know they're planning on releasing something on an Apple at some point, but right now I believe it is available on uh, Google Play. So if you're, mm. a, you're an Android user, give that, a, give that a search. Cool. And as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. And I want to thank everybody who did reach out. Uh, we did, I did get a number of condolences about the passing of uh, my friend Dritzt, uh, just a cat. Uh, can't thank you enough for that. And uh, thank you for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for that either. And uh, if you are one of those listeners in France, I want to know who you are. Write us, please. I beg you. Like, we have listened, like, not that we have a ton of listeners to begin with, but like the fact that there are people that like, that's like the United States is like their top, clearly like our, our top downloaded country, but like France is second. And that's like a high percentage. It's like 10%. So if you're like somebody in France who downloads us on a regular basis, reach out to us. Let, let us know. What, who are you? Are you actually French? Or are you like an American, like on a, on a base in France? Like, I, I'm just curious. I need to know. It bothers yeah. me. Hmm. And so, on that note, that very weird note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>